Hello and welcome to the Afterburners podcast. I'm your host Samuel Oni and this is episode 10. 10 episodes of the Afterburners podcast. I'm here with Wes Spearman and Henry Buxton. Lads, how are we today? Feeling good. Feeling yeah, good. I'm good. A bit tired after cricket weekend. But uh, <laughs> yeah, all <well>, good. <laughs> This is an F1 podcast. I know. <laughs> Leave cricket out of it yes. for, for at least 40 minutes a day. Stop. Oh. Right, so let's get into it, shall let's get into it, shall we? So we've got a lot to get through with Portugal, with the review and the upcoming Spanish Grand Prix this weekend. But we start in Portugal, in Portimao, Lewis Hamilton, win number 97. Great performance again, lads. What do we think? I mean, he started second place, staying second, and um, it was great, wasn't it? Wes, let me get your thoughts. Yeah, another solid drive from <clears throat> from the world champion. Um, I mean, I didn't, I haven't been able to watch too much of it. I think well, I've, I've had it on, had the highlights on my tablet while I was doing some work, and I wasn't really paying much attention to it. The race actually wasn't that exciting compared to the previous two we've had. We have been sort of blessed i suppose with two great races to start to start the season off and then this was a little bit less dramatic but i mean hamilton was p2 did he start um <clears throat> i think he dropped down into third at one point but the move was it around for bottas around turn one or verstappen yeah. around turn one it, it seemed it seemed like that was the corner for overtakes i saw quite a few overtakes happening at turn one around the outside as well quick quick corner as well to get those moves done it's just i don't think you'll see many other drivers going round the outside of a fast corner like that um to to get an overtake done for the race lead as well and it, it just shows what an exceptional driver he is 97 wins uh closing in on, on that 100 which i'm sure we'll get this season um will, will it be in the next three races who knows potentially but with monaco coming up i think red bull will perhaps <clears throat> excuse me uh, fight back a little bit there. But, I must yeah, correct another... you. I must correct you there. It's not Monaco. It's Spain this weekend. It's, it's Spain next week, but it's Monaco in in a few weeks. Uh, maybe I'm getting confused with the <laughs> the Formula E. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean he'll he'll get that hundred sooner rather than later. I'm sure. And another absolutely exceptional drive. It'll be this from, season. From It'll be this season. 100%. Definitely this season. Yeah. Henry, let me get your let me get your thoughts. How would you sum up Lewis Hamilton's race? Um. Lewis Hamilton's race, yeah, it's com- it's com- more convincing than la- than last week. Um, yeah, he- he's just he's just an all round great driver, isn't he? I mean, he always shows it. He goes out there, performs there week in week out normally, unless he has, you know, there's a normally a car failure failure. But he just shows that he has that determination. And he passed both. Um, he overtake he overtook both Bottas and Verstappen during the race. So it just shows that he's just such a you know, driven driver, if that's even a, a term you can use. <laughs> he's so, he's just, yeah, he's so driven to, you know, get to that um, top spot. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, talking about the race, I know we're starting talking about the race. We, it, we last The last two have been pretty good. And this one was a bit of a letdown, really, because I remember yeah. last season's Portimao race was really good. Mm. Um, it was quite uneventful, really, this one. I mean, I remember last year there was something at the start of the race. Crofty was saying something along the lines of it had the most overtakes, most singular overtakes of any other 
race last season it was like 58 overtakes in the in the whole race on on the track and it is a brilliant looking track and it looks amazing like it's an absolute roller coaster but the fact that we didn't get quite uh, an eventful race was was quite a shame really but i mean i mean it was topped all off when uh, about three quarters of the way through we saw a good <laughs> 10 minute chunk of them filming Latifi and Mick Schumacher's battle in 17th and 18th so that just tip of that just typifies the whole uh, nature of that race really it was quite it well, didn't really go anywhere it didn't really much didn't really happen I mean the only sort of drama that really happened was I mean I know Raikkonen's little incident with his own teammate but yeah. other than that it was Max Verstappen's race um it, fastest lap being cancelled out so and that, and that was after the race even so yeah I mean it's a shame it wasn't as eventful, but you do have those sort of races in F1, and it's fair enough. Um, Hamver bot as well, which doesn't help because <laughs> it's not just a random person. <laughs> the usual three. But, <laughs> the yeah. but yeah, it, I mean, it was it was okay. It's it's a race at the end of the day. We all look, we all love watching F1 races, no matter what happens. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was good, but it could have been a lot better. Yeah, and um, speaking of. Speaking of battles, we have Max Verstappen who finished second. A rather disappointing weekend for him uh, because, you know, he was quite slow in qualifying and um, started third on the grid, overtook Hamilton on the first lap, then got re-overtaken by the, by the British man. And he finished his second, but then there was track limits because of coming out of turn 14. Yeah, turn 14, all four wheels are off the track. Hence, time being deleted. Yeah, I mean, it's fair enough. From what I've seen, all four wheels were off the track, similar to uh, Hamilton in Bahrain. Except, the, except this time, Verstappen got, actually got penalised for it. But um, another thing that I think I saw with track limits is when Hamilton overtook, I, I think it was Verstappen, round turn three, just completing the move at turn three. Yeah, it looked like he pushed him off the track a little bit, but I mean... It's, from an F1 point of view, it's probably just it's just racing, isn't it? He was it? on the racing hard. line. I it's think. just hard racing, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's completely fair enough that Verstappen's time got deleted. Extra points to Bottas as well. Um, sort of nabbing that fastest lap the previous uh, lap, lap sixty five, um, gives him a, a bit of a boost, I suppose. So what he pitted with what two three laps to go, put on the soft, try and get that fastest lap, and, he, and he's got it. Whether he'll whether he'll play a part in the championship battle whether he can find like a, like a, a battle for the championship with Hamilton and Verstappen I doubt it um, but if, if he can get his act together because he had a poor race Bottas on pole and then finished third whereas I mean you, you said Verstappen had a disappointing weekend but he started third and made up a place went to second um, he'll be disappointed not to win it but he got an extra however many points is it two points the difference between second and third I can't remember now um, um, last, well last week at the end of last week it was one point and now it's six points I think six points I think yeah, yeah. so it's, yeah, it's still a, it's, it's still an incredibly small gap I mean just one race can flip that because the winner gets 25 points second place gets is it 20 points 18 off is the it? top of my head or is it 18 I think it's 18 I can't yeah. remember so yeah literally, I mean it might yeah, change <laughs> So yeah, one race, if Verstappen wins the next race, Hamilton can come second. And without the fastest lap, then Verstappen could go top again by one point. That's how close this season is so far. And, and it is Spain. <laughs> Verstappen won his, his maiden race in the Red Bull. Yeah. Overall, do that again. It's all completely different circumstances. But 
I, I'd, I'd like to see Red Bull come fighting back a little bit better in, in Spain compared to this weekend. Yeah, you were talking a bit there about um, Valtteri Bottas, you know, saying that Max Verstappen had a poor race, but yet Bottas went from pole to third. And I mean, it's a podium at the end of the day, but also I don't think at the moment he will be challenging for that title fight. He might even be in a scrap with um, Lando Norris and Sergio Perez for that third place in the championship. I think I think if he finishes third in the championship, he's had a relatively successful season. Um yeah, I mean, he is known as Mr. Saturday, isn't he? He's, he's he's known as that, and he often does, you know, finish on start on pole or second because he is in a quick car. But then, as the race goes on, he gets overtaken by Hamilton or Verstappen, whoever is in that third position. And he, he's a consistent driver; he consistently finishes, obviously, on the podium. Um, I mean, they're saying something now that that Ham for Bot is one of the. Um, most common podiums in any order of all time now because it's just it's just so consistent so to, for, for that to happen Bottas has to be on the podium all the time as well so yeah I think that Bottas did have a disappointing race he had a great Saturday like he's like he's known for um but yeah I think that the um pull away from Hamilton and Verstappen is going to start happening soon and hopefully for us like sort of like neutrals but even F1 fans in general we want that to stay as close as possible for as long as possible you know every other race Hamilton wins every other race Verstappen wins and you know who gets the fastest lap who gets second if anyone drops down to third that's massive because you've got that extra point advantage so yeah we, we as F1 fans we want to see that sort of we do want to see that battle between Verstappen and and, um, and Hamilton. And I think if anybody does get in the way, like Norris or like um, Bottas, we almost go in, oh, no, don't, don't do this, because we want to see it between the two current best drivers on the grid and two of the best cars on the grid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, it was quite an entertaining, as though there were, like, some drivers had some bad disappointments for Verstappen. Verstappen, but it was quite good for. Um, before we move on, it was quite good for McLaren. McLaren as well had a good race. Um, Lando Norris finishing in top six, I think he, he did. P five, he finished. P five, yep. And also his his teammate Daniel Ricciardo. Remember in qualifying, he he got knocked out of qualifying, ended ended up starting P sixteen. Almost at the back. I of thought the that grid. was actually going to work in my favour as well because I predicted him as last <laughs> last week as driver of the day, and when he qualified in Q3, I was like, "Oh, if he makes up some places here and gets in, you know, the top six, he might have and a chance at driver of the day here." But he did obviously, unfortunately, he didn't get it. But yeah, I, I was a bit. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I could get some points here on the board for our predictions, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's McLaren's. Um, yeah, McLaren still had a good race, and they are the the third best team on the grid, I believe, and I think they'll solidify that place in that um in the constructors as the as like the third team at the moment. Because until next year's specs, when they all change, I think that they will be, you know, the third place team. And also, um, I wanna wanna give out a, a small shout out to Esteban Ocon. I think he had a he had a good he had a good race as well. There was a little little battle with Lando Norris, but. Uh, the McLaren car was a bit too too yeah. quick for him. We have we haven't seen enough of Alpine, I think, this season yet. I think that they're they're starting to get into their groove a bit. I thought I saw I mean Alonso was in top ten this yeah. this he had a good race, race, wasn't he? He had a good race as well. So I, I think they're both just sort of getting used to sort of the 
I mean, I know it's Renault from last year, but I think they're just both st- starting to get used to this new car and a, a little bit different um, drive drive wise. So yeah, I think that Ocon and Alonso are both obviously great drivers. I know, you know I mean, when Ocon was at a racing point, he was he was brilliant as well. So um, yeah, I think they're both great drivers, and we just haven't seen enough from Alpine yet. And I think as the season progresses, we will see enough, but I don't think they'll challenge um, McLaren. So the Spanish GP is coming up this weekend. Race number four. Boring. <laughs> Let's, I wanna I wanna take I wanna take you back. I wanna take you back to last year's last year's race. Of course, the man again, Lewis Hamilton, won the race. He got on, on pole as well. And uh in case you don't know, he's a he's won he's won Spanish Grand Prix five times. Five times. But also a young Canadian by the name of Lance Stroll, who was driving for Den racing points now Aston Martin he finished fourth after qualifying fifth in last year's race now the question I want to pose here is Lance Stroll and Aston Martin do you think they will well get their act together as a car and drivers as well not yet no they they, they had another poor weekend was it P13 and 14 for Stroll and Vettel I mean, they, they seemed so good last year. I mean, Perez won in a racing point, <laughs> for example, in Sakia. And then this year, it's just gone the whole, not not one step back, it's gone two steps backwards. They're just so slow compared to where they were last year. And they're letting teams like Alpha Tauri, Alpine, they're sort of at the front of the midfield now, whereas Aston Martin, they're right at the back with the likes of Alfa Romeo, which if, if you ask me that at the start of the season, you say, well, Aston Martin, they could be pushing for that third or fourth, depending on how well Ferrari did. But they, they're just so poor at the moment. And whether they'll be able to do something about it, upgrade the car, I'm not sure if that's allowed this year. Um, but, I mean, they've got two... They've got one class driver in Sebastian Vettel. We know what, how good he is. He's, he's past his peak, but he is still a, a great driver. And Lance Stroll, who's, who's, who's proved himself the last year or two, that he deserves to be an F1 on merit alone, not just because his dad owns the team. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I'd like to see more points. <laughs> Buxton uh, disagreeing. Uh, yeah, carry on. I'll, I'll, I'll speak my piece in a minute. Henry, dis- Henry disagrees. <laughs> Henry disagrees. Henry, state your case. The racing point was a great car, and Perez <laughs> yeah. is a great driver. So that's why racing point did so well. Stroll, on the other hand, is in a good car. <laughs> he got pole in Turkey. Not brilliant. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, because it was raining and there was circumstances and it's still and a racing, it's still a midfield on. car. I mean, oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because he's never, I've never, Stroll has never jumped out at me as one of these great drivers that you think future world champion if they're in a good car. I think you whack him in a um, in a Mercedes. I don't think you do that well. I, I mean, I think no, you do. No. Bottas standard at best, maybe. I don't know, but... Um... I don't think he's a future world champion, at least not for quite a number of years. Yeah. But he's a solid midfield driver, I think. I think. Yeah, he's... but your midfield <laughs> isn't good enough, is it? I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I, I was going to carry on with talking about, about Aston Martin and thinking, you know, they should be that, you know, third or fourth team, along with the likes of McLaren, 
maybe AlphaTauri and even Alpine as well, that sort of, you know, those four teams that are midfield and thinking, oh, who who is actually better? I mean, Alpine have also struggled with, with that. And um, I mean, AlphaTauri this season have been a bit of, have had a bit of a backseat. They haven't sprung out as a team to, you know, look for. Gasly and Sonoda have been quite reserved. I mean, the only thing I sort of remember Sonoda doing was spinning out on straight after the yellow flag. I think, I don't know whether, whether it was... Um, Last, last race or whatever but I don't think any of them have sprung out of me and the only team that's you know springing out at the moment for me is is, Mc, is McLaren, McLaren you know behind there I mean even Ferrari haven't really done much uh, <laughs> I mean I think this yeah. race if anything this race that's just gone in Portimao Leclerc and Sainz had okay races I remember I think Leclerc had, had has had the best race out of the three this was his best race but it's still obviously mm. the cars aren't good enough and I think you could even argue that, you know, Alpha Tauri and Alpine are better than the Ferraris currently. But, I mean, it's still, it, like I said, for the last two races, it's still early days. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think we can all predict that it's going to be Verstappen and Hamilton winning the winning the winning the championship but it's it's a matter of who comes in that midfield and I think as they pull away we'll start talking more about the midfield and going who is actually the third best the fourth best the fifth best who is actually you know should be is is in that sort of um bubble with Williams and and Haas and Alfa Romeo who what who is that car that's only just above them and who's the car that should be below McLaren and Mercedes and things like that so yeah mm-hmm. I think it's still it's still early days the racers are still getting used to their new cars, a lot of them, because um, some races, you know, races have changed over cars and things like that. But I think, you know, the next couple of races, we do need to see, you know, um, Vettel and Stroll and uh, Gasly stick their thumb, their fingers out and just, you know, start racing properly, because at the moment, it's just not convincing. I've, before you get on to the next thing, I've got a question. Is Williams as good or even better than Alfa Romeo at the moment? Because Alfa Romeo haven't done too well, but then Williams, especially Russell, has just been out driving his car week in, uh, week out. I I rate Raikkonen, or Raikkonen's world champion, like, obviously you're going to rate him. (laughs) I I quite rate Giovinazzi, and I rate Russell, but I don't don't think Latifi's a great driver. So it depends how you, who, who you think of it. If you're talking Williams as in Russell, I think Williams are better than <laughs> are better than Alfa Romeo. But when you talk about you know Raikkonen and Giovinazzi, them I think they're better than Latifi. So it's it's sort of a it's sort of a, a weird thing. But yeah, no one's as bad as Haas. But I do yeah. think <laughs> I do think it's a it's a, it is literally on it on their day who's better. I think qualifying wise, Williams race wise, I, I, I don't know. It's, I, I do, it's whether it's the car or the driver because I think both Alfa Romeo drivers are good and Latifi, but but George Russell is better and Latifi is not as good like, yeah. like I just said. So mm. it's hard to decide that. I think it's a, it's a real it's a real fifty fifty on their day as well. So yeah, I'm not sure. What do you think, Sam? I mean, just before we move on, let me answer that. I um, George Russell. Every there was there was a, he had a small amount of hype, especially in qualifying because um. He was pretty good in Q3, getting into Q2 as well. Start almost starting what 11th, 12th, I think. If you get P11 knocked out of Q2, started, yeah. P11, yeah. So the, we've seen little glimpses. He was good of in Q, he was good in Q1, yeah. He was good yeah. in Q1. Yeah. yeah. So um, to answer your question, I think it, it comes down to the drive as well. But if I had to pick between the two, slightly Williams because on the driver's side, because um, Russell has impressed. 
Uh, just before before we get to the quiz, again, you you two won't forgive me for this. Uh, predictions, <laughs> predict, predictions. <laughs> so, um, for Spain, uh, my predictions were Hamilton, pole sitter, race winner, Lewis Hamilton, and driver of the day. Hopefully, he comes out of his Lewis shell, Hamilton. but no, no. <laughs> Um, I've gone for Appletari's Pierre Gasly. Um, I don't see much of him this season. We haven't, no. So, um, and I need points this weekend. So, Pierre Gasly, I'm kind of relying on you to, you know, come out of your shell. <laughs> yeah, I've got a point. I've listening. got a point. I somehow have a point. From, from <laughs> yeah, I've got weekend. two. We've got three points from three weekends. So, um, yeah. those are those are my Ridiculous. predictions. Those are my predictions. And um, Wes, your predictions. Yeah. If you can I'm still remember. Try, I'm them. trying to find my tweet. I can't remember my driver of the day. Well, I've got it here. Uh, you've gone oh, for. Oh, you've got it there. I've gone for Hamilton. Gone for... Hamilton as yeah. pole and race winner. As per as, as per usual, I suppose. I think I've gone Hamilton, Hamilton for, for every race so far. Now, I can't remember. Who did I go for driver of the day? Driver of the day was Ferrari's Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz, yeah. Home driver, Spanish Grand Prix. He hasn't had the best start in Ferrari. He had an all right race in Bahrain, but the last couple of races he hasn't done. He, he hasn't set the world alight in that Ferrari. I know the Ferrari's not a good car at the moment, but hopefully we can see him. Well, just just bounce back a little bit, back to his how how well he performed with McLaren. Hopefully get that car into the top six, maybe top four potentially if he has a if he has a good Ooh. race. Yeah, I mean, that's a did you hear the rumor like that 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 race um, that Nikita Mazepin actually won the driver yeah, of the day? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and they had to they well, had in, to, po- in Portimao. In Portimao, yeah, because in Portimao. They, they basically, basically, it wasn't actually. Obviously, he he was rubbish. He was a minute behind yeah. his own teammate. But it was like a it was like a ploy because it was such a boring race. People were like, let's just vote for Mazepin as a joke. And I think he actually won it, but they gave it to Perez because I think he was like, so I don't know whether it's actually true, but. I think yeah. it could be. I yeah. mean, I've I mean, heard rumors. <laughs> yeah, but Henry. Um, yeah, Henry. Who is your pole sitter? Who is your race winner? And who is your driver of the day for the Spanish Grand Prix? You've both, you've both completely ignored the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, Sam. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised Sam. as well. Sam. You've let me down. So I'm going <laughs> to yeah. go for pole sitter Max Ooh. Verstappen. Race winner Max Verstappen. Fastest lap. I go for. You know, just in case those two don't work out, I'll go for Lewis Hamilton. A driver of the day. See, I think people yeah. love him. People love him. Sergio Perez. I think I think he always has a good race. And back I think to back drivers of the day. Yeah, I mean, he won it. He won it. Didn't he win it? He won it. Yeah. He won it. Yeah. See, he what I'm thinking last, is, yeah. people love him, and he always he's always driving consistently. And if it's an unavailable race like Spain normally is, they'll probably vote for somebody like Sergio Perez. So I'm going to go for Sergio Perez. So yeah. But Verstappen will win it, a pole and win it. Fastest lap, I'll go for Lewis Hamilton, just, you know, to hedge my bets a bit. And yeah. um, driver of the day, I'll go for Perez. Yeah. fastest. It's a fast, lottery, but... Yeah. Fastest lap for me, definitely Lewis Hamilton, as for yeah, a race winner. Well. As for a race winner. And what, what what have you gone for, um, driver of the day? Both, I've gone for Alpha Tauri's Pierre Gasly. Gasly starts, yeah, it is a lottery, isn't it? Yeah. It is a lottery, but... <laughs> I think... Enough. Good luck I don't know, week, Sam. Good luck for this is week. It, is it safe to say that I'm the one with a lot to lose this weekend? 
the one the oh, one you've got week no, you've where got you've no changed so far, Sam. Do you know what? The one week he changes from <laughs> Max was having to get all four. Yeah, he'll get, get all four and he'll be like, he'll get race win, drive of the day, whole city. Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for the before, predictions. Before we move on, before we move on, can we just talk about Perez quickly? Fifty two laps on a set of mediums. What is yeah. the did Red Bull forget about him or something? <laughs> it is a curse, it is a curse, isn't it? I mean, I remember Albon for the last couple of seasons, they just sort of they did also always, he was like a little just a collateral on the side, wasn't he? He wasn't really the always because they were so focused on Max Verstappen that he just sort of like forgot he was even laps, part of the team. Geez. So, I mean, I, I mean, if they're working fine, he probably would have said, Oh, I need to come in, I need to come in. I mean, I'm pretty sure the pit crew are focusing on, you know, doing doing the pits rather than what Verstappen's doing out on the track. So maybe he just felt that they were working quite well. Um, but yeah, it's quite quite unheard of that, but fair enough. I mean, if he was feeling the tyres, I mean, what did he did he finish fourth in the end? Yeah, he finished fourth. Yeah, finished so fourth. that's probably he, why he, he got driving leading. the day. He, yeah, yeah, he was leading at one point, first uh, lead laps in the Red Bull. But he was virtually wasn't there, was he? Because he hadn't pitted yet. Yeah, he yeah. hadn't pitted. And if, yeah. wasn't it Lewis Hamilton overtaking him, saying, "Oh, blue flags! I'm lapping him." No, you're racing yeah. for position. Lewis. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Perez. Like, flags, he, he, he almost, like, he almost <laughs> didn't. <laughs> he almost didn't realize he was first. Yeah, but surely Hamilton would have realized that he passed the entire track before he before yeah. he passed you, him. So he would. He and he did. He, he's he just so used to, to leading the race. They thought, yeah. oh, what's, what's this? What's this Red Bull doing? Blue flag, blue flag. <laughs> must, must no, he's, he's first. No, Hamilton, <laughs> he is first. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That that was funny. Right, who's ready for a little history lesson? A little pop quiz. Oh, oh dear. Go for it. Let's this go. Is, this is horrendous. <laughs> this is horrendous. Right, right. So pop quiz. It's all to do with the Spanish Grand Prix, but we're gonna, as I said, history. We're going back. You know, back. So question is. Four drivers in the past have each won the Spanish Grand Prix three times. Can you name them? Bonus point. Right, let me let me let me say this to make it easier. <laughs> to make it easier. Bo- bonus point if you can get the year. But to make this easier, these drivers are pre two thousand. So we're, we're talking about we're talk, we're talking about drivers between nineteen sixty eight. And the year two thousand. Okay. Prost. Do you want to take it in turns? Yeah. Alan what Prost. was that? Alan, Alan Prost. Prost. Yeah. Alan Prost. Yes. 19, 19, 1988, 1990, I mean, and nineteen ninety three. Because Schumacher. Schumacher's not on that list. Not, might uh, have been oh. slightly. Yeah, it might be after two thousand before he dominated with Ferrari. Um. I mean, se- wait. When was Senna? Ayrton's... Do you want no. Senna's, a good Senna's shout, not yeah. on that list? No. No. Louder. Nicky Louder. Go for it. Yeah. No. Do you want a clue? Are these uh, well known drivers? Have, can, I have, so? can I have one guess and then you can give us a clue? <laughs> Nigel Mansell. <laughs> Nigel Mansell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigel Mansell. Can you guess the year? Nelson. Oh, Pico. no clue. Right. So Nigel <laughs> Mansell. Nelson Piquet. Oh yeah, I remember Nelson the year Piquet. Nelson Piquet. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Mansell. 1987, 1991, and 1992. So we've got two of them. Is it? Is it? Th- is it four people? Yeah, four people have won it. Four and we've got Alan Frost and Nigel Mansell. Yeah. yeah. Is, is Nelson Piquet there? No. No. Are they both world champions? <laughs> one, <laughs> don't know. one. I one don't know, ones. but I think Damon one of them Hill? is. Damon no, Hill? not Damon Hill. No, I don't think so. Um... By nationality, <sighs> they're, by, by nationality yeah. they're both European. 
That narrows it down. Of course. Um, um, all right then, I'll give you. I'll give you one. One of those nationalities is the same as two of the drivers on this year's grid. So not 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 British. Some Canadian or Spanish. No, no, no. Oh, or okay. Right. One of one of these drivers. So the two drivers. One is British and one is oh. yeah. One is British and one is of the same nationality as two of the current drivers on this grid. So one's British and the other one could be French, Finnish, Spanish. French, Spanish, Canadian. Finnish? Gilles Villeneuve? Is there two Finnish drivers on the track? <laughs> yeah, Bottas and Raikkonen. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. third, I'm, I'm missing some out. Is so is it, is, it Raik- is it Raikkonen then? Is it Raikkonen? No, not pretty bad. Raikkonen is not on this list. Gilles Villeneuve? Villeneuve is not on this list. No. Hey, what? Who, who could who could the James Hunt? No. Can we have the we years? We're spitting names now. <laughs> Can we have the years? Right. We're running out of this time. Dri- <laughs> this driver has won. This this British driver has won it three times in 1968, 1970, and 1971. Graham Hill. No. Jackie Stewart. Yes. Jackie Stewart is the British Probably driver yeah. that won it in 1968, <laughs> 70, and 71. Now, one Is driver this left. A driver. One driver left. Do, it, do uh, Sam? Do you even know who this driver is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I honestly is, do. I, is, I, he, I, is he Finnish? He is Finnish. He's Finnish. Mika Hakkinen. Hakkinen, yes. Yeah. Hakkinen, yes. Now. Yeah. There we go. That's when he said Finnish. I was like, <laughs> there, yeah. is there two Finnish drivers on the track? If there is, then it's Hakkinen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mika Hakkinen. He done it three times in a row. Can you guess the year? It would have been... 97, If it's before 2000. Yeah, it would have been something like that, wouldn't it? Say that again. 97, 98, 99. You've got one of them. <laughs> Oh. 1998, yes. 98, so it would have been 98, 99, 2000. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Three times in a row. Oh. <laughs> Correct. Mika Hakkinen, 98, 99. So, so what are the four? So just to confirm, the four drivers are Alan Prost. The four drivers Nigel are Mansell, Jackie Stewart, Stewart, Nigel Mansell, Alan Prost, Mika okay. Hakkinen. Yeah. We got them in the end. We got them we in got the end. In five, the end. <laughs> five minutes to spare on the season. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long, a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of episode 10 of the Afterburners podcast. Next week is the Spanish Spanish Grand Prix. And also, for Formula E fans, Monaco E-Prix is among us. So, I have been your host, Samuel Oni. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from Wes. Bye. I'll keep it simple this time. <laughs> I love that, because saying goodbye. Nobody knows what to do. You're like, oh, all right, goodbye. <laughs> And Henry Buxton. I'll see you soon. Stay safe.